I'd invite you to pray with me. Holy God, you have always been one who disrupts. You interrupt suffering to bring peace. You interrupt isolation to create community. You interrupt silence with the sound of alleluias. So today, today we ask that you would interrupt us. Stop us in our tracks with the good news that only you offer. Freeze time and move among us so that we can hear your word anew. It's in your name we ask these things. Amen. Our scripture readings for this morning come from the Gospel of John and Psalm 46. Let us listen together for God's word for us this day. First, from the Gospel of John. Early in the morning of the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. She ran to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. Peter and the other disciple left to go to the tomb. They were running together, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and was the first to arrive at the tomb. Bending down to take a look, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he didn't go in. Following him, Simon Peter entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. He also saw the face cloth that had been on Jesus' head. It wasn't with the other clothes, but was folded up in its place. Then the other disciple, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They didn't yet understand the scripture, that Jesus must rise from the dead. So then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. Mary stood outside near the tomb crying. As she cried, she bent down to look into the tomb. She saw two angels dressed in white, seated where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head and one at the foot. The angels asked her, woman, why are you crying? She replied, they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. As soon as she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, don't hold on to me, for I haven't yet gone up to my father. Go to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I'm going up to my father and your father, to my God and your God. 
Mary Magdalene left and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. Then she told them what he said to her. And now a reading from the Psalms. God is our refuge and strength, a help always near in times of great trouble. That's why we won't be afraid when the world falls apart. When the mountains crumble into the center of the sea, when its waters roar in rage, when the mountains shake because of its surging waves. There is a river whose streams gladden God's city, the holiest dwelling of the Most High. God is in that city. It will never crumble. God will help it when morning dawns. Nations roar, kingdoms crumble, God utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of heavenly forces is with us. The God of Jacob is our place of safety. Come see the Lord's deeds. What devastation he has imposed on the earth, bringing wars to an end in every corner of the world, breaking the bow and shattering the spear, burning chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among all nations. I am exalted throughout the world. The Lord of heavenly forces is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. So we've been wandering through the wilderness for 40 days in this season of Lent. But the truth of the matter is, it has been much longer than that. Amen. We have been wandering through a collective wilderness for over a year now. And here is something I have learned about the wilds. When you enter them. With all of your normal protections and distractions stripped away, the wilds around you tend to call out the wilds within you. So there has been so much to navigate, to learn, to bear in these wilderness days. Days where we have journeyed through the wilds without and through the wilds within. As we stand here on this day, that still, my dears, is a wilderness day. Any day where we must journey to a tomb is a wilderness day. So as we stand here on this wilderness day, I wonder what we have learned from this journey. I wonder what we have encountered in the wild. I wonder what has been revealed. I wonder how we have been changed. I wonder what we have grieved. I wonder what we have found. History and church tradition have misremembered Mary's circumstances, attributing her to nameless sinful women in the Gospels and confusing the details of her life. What scripture actually tells us about her reveals that when Jesus met Mary Magdalene, there were seven demons having their way with her. 
her internal wilds held her captive from the life she was meant to live. My hunch is that as you have wandered these wilderness days, you have become more familiar with your internal wilds, that you have come to know better your own demons, that you have gotten at least a glimpse of what has held you captive, kept you from the life you were meant to live. Jesus meets Mary in the middle of her wilderness, and he casts out all that has a hold on her. He sets her free from what binds her, and suddenly she isn't wandering anymore. Instead, she finds herself following, following this one who met her where she was and offered her the grace that led her home, led her home to her true and real and full self. She followed Jesus, and, and she, with others, helped to provide for him, used their resources to care for and sustain him as he walked his own wilderness road. So by the time that road led Jesus to the cross, Mary was willing to follow him there. By the time Jesus' dead body is placed in a tomb, Mary could do nothing else but to follow him there. By the time she gets the other disciples to come and see what she has seen, the stone rolled away. They leave still not understanding what that tomb left empty meant, but she, she stays. For she had followed him there, and there she will remain at the last place she knew Jesus to have been. She stands at that empty tomb, thinking his body has been taking, taken, leaving her unable to provide for and care for him one last time, and she weeps. She stands in the middle of that wilderness at death's door, and she weeps. Once again, Jesus meets her right where she is, in the middle of her wilderness, and asks her, Woman, why are you crying? She does not know it is him until that moment when he calls out her name, Mary. And there in the middle of the wilderness at death's door, Mary is found by grace once more. Christ is alive and so is she. And instead of providing and caring for his dead body, she follows his call once more. His call to go and tell, to go and tell that in the middle of the wilderness, at death's door, that she has seen the Lord. This is a wilderness day. We still find ourselves in the wilds, the wilds without and the wilds within. Any day we must journey to death's door is a wilderness day. This is a wilderness day, but it is also a resurrection day. For resurrection happens in the middle of the wilds, the wilds without and the wilds within. Resurrection happens at death's door. Resurrection happens when Jesus meets us right where we are and calls out our name. And we know in the middle of the wilderness at death's door, we know that Christ is alive and so are we.
And if there is anything this year has taught us, may it be this, that life, life is not a gift to be squandered. Jesus knows you as well as he knew Mary. He knows your name and your demons. He knows your heart and your wilds. Jesus knows you and he meets you right where you are on this wilderness day and calls your name so that you might come home, so that you might know your true and real and full self, so that you might follow him into the life you are meant to live. Jesus knows you, meets you right where you are, and calls your name so that you might know in the depths of your bones that Christ is alive, and so are you. This is a wilderness day, but it is also a resurrection day. So live. Live this life that you have been given one wilderness day at a time, one resurrection day at a time. Each day, every day, may we rise up to live the life we were meant to live. Amen.